Can we have one of these squashies? Oh, oh I do have squashies in the cupboard, actually. Yes. Fear not, listeners. <laughs> Get in. Your the episode, your episode will continue. Your weekly is it ASMR. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll continue. Oh, have you ever seen those videos of people that just, like, film themselves going to spas as, like, ASMR? Yeah. And I was like, how have I not... How, how simultaneously is this the thing? Why am I watching it? And why am I not yes. doing this? God, you've come through clutch here. <laughs> The first piece of value I've delivered to the dodgeball community in some time. I didn't think you were that bad last weekend. I know, your line falling was pretty good. Mm, true. <laughs> Someone should really tell me where, where the court is and Tom Bell delivered. <laughs> it was just like, it was... It was, it was, was it West went... 6, wasn't it? Was it Storm? No, it was Storm. It Storm. wasn't on the stream, thank God. Otherwise I could never show my face on St like, George's again. The subbing rotation was you and Jordan off for the first, like, what, seven, eight minutes, wasn't it? And he came on... First game, like, lying bottled. Yeah, fine, it happens. <laughs> and then having, like, second game, I can just see his face like, please not okay. <laughs> please it not was okay. only the second time he came to you, just went, oh, really? <laughs> like, and I think Tom would thought he was about to get a load of, like, sort of pushback, and you just went, nope, fair enough, and just took yourself off. And I was like, oh, Sam. That was funny. What a nightmare. Rip. So there you go. My one, my, one of my winning, many weaknesses. <laughs> And the lines weren't even in blue this time. No, although the the tape was absolutely ripped to shreds by the time we got to it. True. Yeah. Great, but great equally, I should, I should know where the court is after too many years of playing. Yeah, that new tape, especially when you try and watch it, the games that were streamed back, yeah. you cannot see the court markings. Look at these people wandering around at random. Like, if how they just know where to be, <laughs> these invisible lines. It's very impressive. It's like, oh, why have they not gone all the way over there? Yeah. Look at Essex Swords. <laughs> Essex's words are doing. Essex's words. Doing very well here. And I was looking. I was like, I don't recognise any of these teams. Who are Levington Spartans? <laughs> they have a third. <laughs> well, Jeff was playing for them. Yeah, I did. I did, I did see. I did see that. He's found his level. <laughs> yes, Sixty-five-four. Very, very. Sorry, sixty-five. Mm-hmm. You just 65, 65 sets four. Four. Oh, right. I thought you meant they won a game 65 to 4. And I was like, A, Eight. that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> but B, I want to. Some of the best could happen in foam in the, the most <laughs> mental foam game ever to have seen. Bloody hell. I mean, they beat Mustangs 2 14 8. Run f- men's f- league. Uh, sorry. <laughs> men's 4 league. I'm still getting used to saying it. That's why it's new. Mm. It's new. I was also just thinking, like, we should really stop doing these in the evening. And I was like, there is no other time to do this. Unless we literally took the kit and recorded segments, like, between matches. That would be the only way we do it. But I think that might kill Sam. (laughs) And also, I'd do very well to get it edited and released. Ah, on a complete aside, though, um, do you think, actually, if you mic'd up a dodgeballer and then watched the footage back with that sound, it would be quite funny? Depends who. So mine would just be a lot of swearing. Very quietly, because definitely obviously don't swear on court. Yeah, bad. what swearing? But, exactly. Mm. But yeah, and then just panic. It should be panicked noises. Yeah. I've got my miking up dodgeball, this is. <laughs> yeah, I think that would that would go either one of two ways. You'd either hear a lot of the same, just like, like hold and all that kind mm. of stuff, or four balls, just all that generic stuff that we can hear already because people shouting. So you'd deafen them. Could you be oh, screaming like, can you imagine, like, you imagine trying to sort yeah, the levels a, yeah. out? Yeah, there's like, like top of your lungs hold, and then just like, oh, you're, or you're you'd hear some some <laughs> stuff that should not be in public. 
like On the, the tea that would be spilt during that if you weren't careful is outrageous <laughs> especially if you didn't tell your teammates you were wearing it yeah would be even funnier <laughs> Because we've tried people with GoPros on the chest before. I've been involved in that experiment. We did yeah. a tournament at uni where my um, mate Paul um, had a GoPro on his chest for the entire match. And like, I can imagine making you really seasick to watch it back. It it does a little bit. It's it's like when people imagine like when you've seen videos of like uh, cameras tied to like golden retrievers' heads and they just run. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looked a bit like that because then he's like diving out the way and you see yeah. him jump on his end because he's like there on his chest every time yeah, he, he looks down. Yeah, he does that. And you know, it was it worked okay, but it's not very comfortable to wear either. And obviously, if you get hit in the chest, there's always a risk yeah. of what might happen. But we've tried it a few times when we were at uni. It does work, but it's not the best footage. Yeah, I've also got like, is it um, a peep show sketch or like a no? What was their sketching? There's just this madman that lives in a forest, and one of the bits of footage for like a Mitchell and Webb look sketch. Oh right, was I always just like, yeah. like I think it was like you know when it's on someone's face, but you know they're running, and they're just, them just going. There's a Nick Bill will message me telling me he got it. It will be fine. <laughs> Nick, we're gonna need you again here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> Validation is required. Yeah, got my silver linings playbook reference last time, so I know you'll come through for me, mate. Yeah, there's no 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 real surprising results from the previous meet, really, is there? No, I think just a bit of general sort of consolidation. I think yeah. Essex sort of still properly got put their put their foot to the floor, and Spartans again. Spartans beating Chippenham was was probably the biggest sort of clash of titans of the day. Um, I think Chippenham Chippenham had only had a loss to. Essex as their only other result, so their only defeats have come to the two teams at the top of the league. And Essex and Spartans have yet to play each other next meet, don't they? They play. Yes, yes. final game of the day. Okay. That'll be. Yeah, no, both, both teams they'll be looking for for that edge then, won't they? Really, I think the the winner looking at looking at the table, the winner of that will take top spot. I think. Yeah, with some with some clear daylight, certainly. Yeah, so uh, no draws, please, because that, that doesn't make things particularly exciting. <laughs> just a mutual, a gentleman's agreement yeah. to secure promotion for both of them just by getting a draw. Sounds about right. How are so Silverbacks three with a very convincing win there over Barn Owls? How do they get on with that other? Barn Owls are struggling a little bit. Seem to be struggling a little bit. Come on, Adam, pull your finger out. I believe they were spikeless this time as well. Spike- I think it's all the teams. A terrible, terrible fate has befallen them. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that, I mean, to be fair, that tells tells a story, doesn't it? With In that if B... Start again. Silverbacks beating Barn Owls um, 16-8. So, like, close-ish, you'd have thought. But obviously, you'd have thought... You'd assume that Silverbacks weren't worried, really. But then Silverbacks going on to lose 121 to Essex's words. Like, that's that's big. That's yeah. big things. Yeah, no, I think that's that's more of a compliment probably to Essex's, mm. like <laughs> one of them. <laughs> yeah, because they then then the words have also beaten Mustangs too, who had a decent run out last time, I think, as well. Yeah. Can we force two clubs to change their names? In two <laughs> we, we, pick, we pick a club a season and we bully them into it. Yeah, and this is Essex's words. Because, yeah. like, you know, Mustangs have gone and beaten Barnhouse 21 9 in the other game. So, you know, mm. that's that's not a result 
to be overlooked a little bit then. Like I said, same with the, the Brayford-Spartans game. Spartans coming out by two sets there, with Brayford already beating Mustangs three in the first game quite comfortably, or scoreline comfortable anyway. Mm. So I think for them, so obviously Spartans two, like three, sorry, also had a um, a good win. Well, I think to open, so. yeah, Chippenham, Chippenham and Spartans were both on two wins after. At the start of this, were they? They weren't. Ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> Here are things that didn't happen at Men's League. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, yeah. Chippenham lost. Chippenham lost to Essex. Yeah, it's starting to look like a bit of a um, yeah, a bit of a, a three-horse race between. I say a three-horse race. I think Chippenham will feel slightly hard done by having only lost to the two teams who currently sit top, um, mm. and have looked to be. Getting some fairly convincing results under their under their belt, well from them. So, like, yeah, a big a big game. Not not uh, oh, it's because it's League Four, so they're slightly different on slightly different cadence. But um, oh, they get to play on a Saturday. Yeah, I it would be interesting if if they're on different days, whether there is the opportunity to get some get some streaming of it, like they've done of the leagues at St George's Park like yes. whether whether that whether it's logistically viable to get the equipment down to Coventry to you know so that so that people can kind of see it all see it all unfold if they're not there or um or whatever like yeah like it's a yeah it's what yeah. I guess is one thing when at St George's where you've got the you got the space and you've got the volunteers to help run everything well, that's, yeah even if it wasn't so much with the with the British dodgeball setup if if even if any of these guys have got enough on a Facebook Live, a couple of their matches, you know, the, the old Instagram Live, mm. or yeah, I mean, there's been a trip it on YouTube. It'd be interesting yeah. to watch. There are there are certainly a few games on YouTube that I've neglected to watch. Um, yeah, which I meant to, which I meant to put in the chat and then completely forgot. So, <laughs> so I'll, I'll stick it in, stick it in afterwards. We can always, um, yeah, could always could always claim that we've been avid followers yeah. by the next time we talk about this league. Yeah, yeah, we've we've watched all of the games so far. <laughs> Just haven't seen us in the sports centre. Mm-hmm. Always watching. <laughs> yes, Essex. Essex's words against Spartans thirds. And some, it, yeah, some big. Mustangs oh God, two. Mustangs, Mustangs two. Very difficult, Mustangs two against Beasts looks like looks like. I was just going to say that'd be yeah. quite the runoff, and then Coventry <clears throat> Silverbacks against Beasts as well. So that'll be where are Beasts sitting currently? Yeah, so there's currently yeah the table currently looks with Essex's words and Spartans thirds. That rolls off the tongue really nicely, does, as an aside. It? But um, currently sitting top two, four wins from four. Then a big old chasing pack, including Chippenham, Brayford, Mustang seconds, and Silvax thirds. So all, Brayford all, all... all two out of two out of four, and Mustangs and Barns, Mustangs thirds and Barnells yet to get on the board. So another two wins from Brayford next meet really cements them in that top four. Yeah, mm. and probably realistically might move them up a spot because if we've got words playing Spartans one of mm. them will have to not win at least one of them no one may be defeated true but both could be but, but both could be undefeated. undefeated absolutely but things that are correct <laughs> that sentence you'd, you'd say if yeah if, if Brayford and Chippenham because they're not playing each other are they I'm just, I'm just very frantically checking no they're not they're not playing each other so if them two both come out with two wins and then, yeah, especially if it's a draw in that last game, so it's obviously the last game of the day, then um, the pressure's on uh, Words and Spartans to win that game because 
at that point they will they won't be top. Yeah. Or they might be on set difference, but they won't be any points clear. So that both of them will have to go into that going for a big win. Both yeah. Both so teams, be interesting. Both teams will know that if they if they win they'll have daylight between them and everyone else. Like if and equally if they lose then they're now they'll could officially be part of the chasing pack. Like you could expect one team from the chasing packs come out of come out with two wins. My mind probably goes to one of well Potentially, Brayford stands the best chance playing Mustangs seconds and Silvax thirds. But like, whichever way you slice it, out of Essex and Spartans, they're likely to like whoever loses that then suddenly yeah. finds himself in the real thick of it. And one more bad meet could, you know, could put it out of reach quite quickly in this league. I think as well, puts a lot if they're going to play it sort of if they want to play it as a league rather than just take it match by match. The Mustangs three, Spartans three, and the Words Barnows matches can be opportunities for both those teams to put push for big differentials. Like because yeah. that may well be determining who's for like second, third at this stage. And then of course we as we know very often, especially when it's been close, it does just come down it can come down to sets four. So you don't want to leave those chances to put just put more numbers on the board. It's interesting that both teams have as both teams have fixtures where like on paper at least they probably could take the foot off the gas a little bit whether that whether it's like whether it's if it's if it's a game you never really have to get out of second gear and all of a sudden like all of a sudden your top table rivals pushing it pushing you all the way <laughs> i lost my fully formed sentence there because dave was gesturing at the cat and Catherine was looking at anonymous camel and anonymous hedgehog looking at the Google sheet. One of them is a hundred percent catching out. Did I tell you what did I tell you what um Nick sent me? Like there's literally a clip <laughs> Careful where this goes. There's literally a clip of them being of him like prepping and sending a voice note to Colm. Being like, Oh my god, there's some other people in the because you know last time we were like, Oh, there's lots of people on the Google sheet, like while we look at it. Mm. It was literally Nick. He's just kind of being like, I wonder if one of these guys is the neutral zone. And then our episode <laughs> drops and he was like, Fuck. It was. <laughs> yeah. So if you're looking at this uh, 32 minutes past seven on on 20, 23rd November. As if it's still November. It's, it's World Fibonacci Day today, apparently. Good. Right, yeah. Mm. Cool. <laughs> what a way to end. People fully. come here for the facts. They come for the dodgeball. They yeah. stay for the trivia. Yeah, absolutely. Well, so, so, it's, so, it, so, a complete aside into the anoraks that work where I work. So that was in one of the, um, so that was in just like one of our team catch ups. So it's just like someone just announced like, well, for Fibonacci Day today. So I said, oh, okay. So an American's clearly named that because today's date in Americanisms is one one two three, and. Yeah, everyone just gave me that look that, like, <laughs> evidently I'm just a complete weirdo. <laughs> That's not the reason you are. It's mm. fine. It's also like, you know, it's also true. Won't be Fibonacci Day when people are listening. I can speed edit this. <laughs> <laughs> and then take it straight down at one minute past midnight on tomorrow morning. <laughs> <laughs> it's only available okay. on Fibonacci Yeah, bear this in mind for the 23rd of November next year, everyone. <laughs> you two could lose all your friends and make them think you're weird like me. I just don't know why you ever would put the month first. Like, who started that? 
That's not like we're not used to it, granted, but it's that's not a it's not a terrible idea. It is a terrible idea. <laughs> I will like, not be swayed on this. Like I, I mean, I don't want to check. Like I'm fine. I, I I don't intend to start using the American way of doing the date, but I I see the logic they've used. I just don't agree with it. Yes. <laughs> Just a different you're, not, you're, not, you're not annoyed enough about this to be in this house. <laughs> in all the problems that America has, that's the one you cite. Yeah, like, <laughs> if, there, if there's ever a hill to die on, on what's wrong with like the biggest issue in America, I don't think it's the date, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. There's other things we can pick out of that, uh, that country, which is worse. We can leave the date for now. But apparently, have you seen also, just because we're not actually talking about what we're supposed to talk about at all, the WDA announcement for the World Cup in Cairo. Uh, oh, yeah. let's go! I'm absolutely <laughs> curious to see who the England team is. It's Wigan Warriors. It's the kids. Wait, is this a World Cup for adults? I think it's a World Cup for anyone that goes, Dave. <laughs> it's a World Cup for the world. Well, <laughs> yeah. I only say this because... As... Because we're, we're actually not allowed. Yeah, who cares? Because <laughs> the neutral zone enter the World Cup. <laughs> I, so I not say, at this late stage. So I, I say that on on with slight fear if it is the the Wigan Warriors that the more youth based setup because having seen the teams that are there, yes. we'll take the prime example well, of because I've played against them at the old world of Egypt. Yeah, like, they throw very hard. Yeah, and they play very aggressively. And if you are basically children playing youth, that I game, I think you are youth. There are youth divisions. Right, that okay. is one of the things which I would say hats off to WDA. In the, in the they did the Africa Cup. I know it was only like Don't say between. Well, I mean, for one small thing, a small hat. Yeah. You take small. your one smallest sil- hat. A tiny silver lining and a massive clapboard. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they do. They have been sort of blazing away with doing like under 11s, under 17s, under whatever, which is much easier when no one goes to your tournaments. Grant. Yeah. When you haven't got an adult division to play in, then <laughs> like it, I, their, I, I, I just markets. yeah, I, so I would just be worried. USA. Oh well, they they've had like, this is also a bigger issue for them than the day, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Is how their dodgeball was organised. True. Um, but yeah, but that there was issues with that when back when they did the yeah. first World Cup in Manchester mm. in 2016, the guys that came over are not ones that we've really seen since because there was a fractious event yes. happening within their governing body. Don't know the details, not there, but this is what we were told by the players who came over. Yeah. And then we've seen that other tournaments since, and then with the with the foam and cloth and all that stuff that. They are very much. It's such a big country. It yes, can't it's physically, very It can't physically have one kind of body like we do here. Yeah. It's just not possible with time differences and the the sheer volume of players. And then some people want to play rubber, so you know. You yeah, exactly. There are people. Beyond the salvation. Yeah. Speaking of America's biggest problems, is it rubber <laughs> no, no sting is <laughs> yeah. absolutely. It's one of those, isn't it? So it's. Yeah, I believe that American team will probably go there and probably do quite well, depending on how it does. But yeah. will it be any of the people we saw at the recent World Cup? You've probably not. not. Yeah. But again, you don't know. It's up to them, whoever they go. I just, yeah, I, if it is those Wigan lot, you know what? Fair play to them. I mean, I hope, they have, a, I hope they have a wonderful experience. Yeah, go then. enjoy it. Have fun. Just be careful if you are playing. <laughs> like, I'm just worried if, obviously, if it is a load of basic youth players slash kids yeah, playing in the adult adults, division. Like, yeah. that, is, that is a baptism of fire, mm. isn't it? So yeah. I just as long as they're like that, I just don't want to hear like a news report on Instagram that event got cancelled because of like nine concussions day one type thing. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So interesting that they're going to send a youth team over. I mean, it shows where it is, isn't it, over here? So, yeah. Hmm. Wish them the best of luck. Yeah, why not? Specifically Wigan Warriors yeah. rather than the WDA. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, right, we've talked about lots of things. Have we talked enough about League 4? 
Battle at the foot of the table as well. Barnowsley and the Mustangs thirds. Oh, yeah, so um, they'll be desperate the, yeah. for a... I Both do enjoy getting up, getting off the how that four o'clock slot is literally it's the top two played in one game and the bottom two in the other. Yeah. So whatever your fascination is in league, if you're morbid about who's going down and who's at the bottom and things yeah. like that, there's a game for you. If you're a purist, there is a game for you. <laughs> so go from there. Yeah. Both of them will be good watchers and on none, the day. None of you are busy on Saturday to 17th because we're all gearing up for league on the 18th. So yeah. Go and do it. And it's in Coventry. League, it's fairly League Massive. Oh, <laughs> League Massive. <laughs> have a dodgeball weekend. Treat yourself to a weekend in the middle of Saturday yeah. in Excel Centre, Sunday in St George's Coventry to Burton's not that far. It's fine. Yeah. It also saves us having to forecast this league next time. So, well done, everyone. <laughs> also, is it is it fair that Silverbacks get to play at home every week? <laughs> I don't know. We don't write not... the questions. The table currently after four would say no. Yeah. But let's see what it says after six. Maybe that should be like if you don't pay your fees, you get a two-point deduction for living close by. Yeah. Although we're only being saved by Derby there in the uh, in yeah. the rest of the national league, so we should probably shut up. And you know, the Burton I Panthers. <laughs> Take the hit from whatever. <laughs> yes. Oh, speaking gentleman. of Burton Panthers, the bovines moo supreme. Oh, Mooerns. <laughs> <laughs> You thought it couldn't get any better. And it no, did. sir, they're saying no <laughs> Oh, God. I love oh, Simpsons. I love the Simpsons so much. Yeah, there's not not a whole lot. Like, looking at it on paper, League 3 isn't, as far as, as, far as leagues have been going, it's quite straightforward <laughs> <laughs> looking at it. It's, you I know, think, it's, yeah. you can, like, other than the odd couple of games, you could comfortably edge your bets on. Mm. On the winner of, of the matches. Yeah, it's a. I wonder whether, whether that's uh, the fact that it's eight teams rather than ten. Um, means there's just it's not quite so congested this even at this early stage. Like you've got a four point gap between fourth and fifth, which is, you know, like we we kind of talk about mini leagues as like a, as a good. Um, metric for how the table kind of spans out um this is very much in the haves and the have nots yes yeah there's that very clear top half bottom half of the table really isn't there for yeah, now I, at I, least yeah, yeah. Hartlepool, Hartlepool Mavericks will not settle for that <laughs> yeah <laughs> they knowing, knowing the, the Mavericks they won't settle for sitting in the bottom half of the table well they've got they've got Burton and Slayers as their next two games. So again, like we like we said for Bovines, they have they are probably the favourites on paper. Um and yeah, two wins will yeah, we said it's a four point deficit sounding quite sounding quite of a big chasm. Um if they win both and Saints lose both, then you know, they draw level on points on the team that's in second. Uh, well, were we not Clash of Kits? We were very excited about last time. 18 8 uh, win for Bovine. As an owner of a Bovine shirt, I am thrilled that that kit came out. I was going to say, as an owner of a Bovine, I was like, where have you put the cow going? I've got a cat and a cow, I can make no apology. Um. It's another big day for both. When I grow up, I'm going to Bovine University. <laughs> the Simpsons references don't stop coming. I'm about to say, I'm here all night. 
Um, to be fair, I mean, I think this is probably about the time of the season, last season around, when both eyes were starting to look a little suspect, for want of a better word. But and they don't mean like, because of the kit either. No, indeed. What do you mean about um, the, like, the it's a, yeah, the start, start, yeah, starting to starting to falter a little bit, but they're probably getting more and more convincing every week almost. I think this um, this time around, yeah, was incredibly strong. Do you want another important two important results there as well? Mm-hmm. Burton Panthers continue to take points in every match they play. Yes, that is plus five. I'd love to see it. And London State's doing a uh, doing a number on the the t- on Burton and Mavericks by the looks of it. Which thinks that's, that's going to go a long way to help them either chase or take over bovines. I think with those kind of set differences. Because hmm, Saints' next fixtures are in teams of that chasing pack as well. They've got they are sitting second. They play Canterbury and Norwich. Okay, so they they so with the Canterbury and they they can afford one draw out of the two to not drop too far then, but yeah. ideally they would look to to secure that second spot. Uh, who are bovines playing? Panthers and Virtue Slayers. So on paper, an easier week. I think would be yeah for bovines. Yeah. So I think at this point, then London, uh, London Saints will most definitely be looking to to take the two wins to secure that second spot. Drop them a, f- a few points ahead. Yeah, Canterbury and Norwich's other game are both against Stafford seconds, so you probably expect them to get two points out of that one as well. Um, so yeah, fairly imperative for Saints to come away with results in both games, really. Otherwise, there's a that's a big deficit to claw back. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. So, so Stafford Raptors too have a chance to to really funky up the table. I think. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this is one of the very few leagues that seems to be going to some kind of script, and that could very well be thrown on the bin if Stafford Raptors two's come turn up one day. Yeah, so you actually two tough games for them. I'd have thought. So Saints were looking very mid table when we last checked. I mean, they had Saints, two wins so with two big points. Saints only. Saints only well. defeated. Come at the hands of bovines. We kind of mentioned that as a a big a big initial baptism of fire for them in league. And so I was wrong. Um, TLDR, yes. Right. So that another another two big wins this week then must have them looking pretty pretty. Sitting pretty, or is that what you or did you want there? You want I think more? yeah. I'm just happy when the words come out pronounced correctly at this point. So the fact that there might be a few of them in dry order is like... We'll take it. Yeah. Let's, not, let's not quibble over syntax. Second, here. in fact. Join, yes, yeah. As a... And it's not done Canterbury too much harm with that loss to Bovines and they're still sitting... Well, yeah. The... They have a nice the... four there, though, don't they? Mm. There's a... Uh, yeah, Saints, Crocs and Nighthawks, I think, are the, the, all their defeats have been to... Each other. Bovines. Um mm. Yeah, so actually, like, <laughs> you mean to make a cow-like noise <laughs> yeah. when he said that? <laughs> I did. I did. I did finish making it like that should be the move. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, to bovines, you... and your response was, mm. <laughs> if you if you if you were if you were a bovine, which uh, there's evidence of that around the table. I mean, you did call me a cow earlier. Mm. <laughs> um, there's so you you're you've started league, you've won four out of four, and you've beaten your three closest rivals. Mm. Um. So to give yourself a two point two point gap with all of them still left to play each other in a kind of round robin scenario, and your next four games are against fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth on the table. 
you'd probably take that as a start to a season. Yeah, yeah. I hear that. So, yes, you would 100% take it. I hear that Hartlepool are looking pretty good this year. So, like, I suppose what I'm asking is, will there be an upset? Like, can they keep their foot on the gas? Hollyball had a bit of a mixed day last time around. I yeah. think I was, I was expecting them to put up a bit more of a fight against Saints. By all accounts, Saints obviously had a very good day. But, um, yeah, especially not... after especially after dismantling Raptors' seconds. Because uh, that's not a result you're surprised at Saints beating Mavericks. I'm surprised at the score. Yeah. Yes, I think that, that's pretty definitive, isn't it? I think I'm, su- I'm surprised in uh, insofar as, like, Mavericks putting plenty of sets past Raptor seconds. Yeah. Saints putting plenty of sets past Mavericks and Raptor seconds putting plenty of sets past Panthers, unfortunately. Well, it's a bit like what we were just saying about League Four, isn't it? With the whole sort of like Owls losing to X, but X losing to Essex. Was it Spartans 3, maybe? Um, with the, Where you'd assume, like, if ever, anything was ever logical and made any sense, that would give you an indication of the gaps in the league. Mm. And as you say, it sounds pretty convincing when you put it like that. Well, I mean, Bergwijn's have a very good opportunity to consolidate their lead at the top. They play Virtue and Panthers. But will are... Panthers take points? I really, I really hope they do. Yeah. Um, just the but one last. Cu- so it's currently 7th and 8th on the table. In the meantime, Saints... Play That's Nighthawks too, big match, and Saints also play Canterbury. So Ooh. both, yeah. So Saints in second played third and fourth. Yeah. As so this standings. table could look very different before yes. Christmas, is what we're saying. Well, we've still got the other meet as well, haven't we? But yeah, we do. Uh, I think this. Yeah, this is their this is their last meet before Christmas. Actually, oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, they're not here. Oh, yeah, they've got the smaller league as well. So yeah, so this is going to be a battle for who's where at Christmas, which we all know is important yeah. in the league. I feel for them having the having the graveyard shift two sessions in a row. Oh, they're yeah late late session. We won't. Oh, they missed two meets, right? So they missed the first. They missed the meet in. They missed December, the meet in December, and, and the they missed the, fir- the first meet back in January. Uh, so yeah, they have the. <laughs> that sucks. Sucks for them. Yeah, so, that, yeah that has like... fallen terribly. <laughs> Sorry, chaps. That's interesting. I would be. I mean, like. That's quite a long time as well between meets. Yeah. Unlike some of us. Mm. Two months. Yeah. yeah. Pretty much dead on two, four months, isn't it? So mm. Time to go away and lick your wounds. Which at least means you can enjoy a decent Christmas and you've still got time to burn it off before league. You know it's going to be absolutely hilarious? What? Us trying to fit in a recording between the 18th and the 3rd or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to have to do it. We're just going to have to do it. When do you leave for Christmas? <laughs> jo- Christmas jo- Eve. <laughs> oh, really? I think we're heading to my parents' Christmas because we're both working it, so. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. Jordan can dial in from the bottom of his bucket. Like, <laughs> like the good old days. Oh, yeah, when you sound like really, he was in the winter. It was a really trying time. Oh, God. <laughs> what a terrible time to have Terrible time is. for our podcast and our friendship. <laughs> what are you doing and why is it in a bucket? Um, yeah, to be fair, I suppose it depends when you head off then, Sam, so we might not be about for a little bit. Golazzo de Belgium. <laughs> yeah, for anyone who's interested in football, as well as dodgeball, we are watching the World Cup at the same time, and Belgium have just gone 1-0 up. For anyone who cares. I'm sure someone yeah. can do somewhere. I think Canada would, Canada can probably stand firm that they would absolutely demolish Belgium at dodgeball, unfortunately. Mm. But the Bel- as much as Belgium have been getting better in most recent Euros, yeah. I think Canada might still have the edge. Slightly. They were really good at drops, weren't they? Yeah. Not quite as good as us. Or the, or the <laughs> USA or Austria. But better than everyone else in the world. Yeah. 
nice. Anyway, you, have you, are you aware of Sam's favourite quote from the World Cup commentary? <laughs> no. Yeah, if 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 he's listening, then yeah, oh, so, sorry. Yeah, so um, so there was a point. There was a point the day before, or no, it was the morning of our the morning of the semi-finals. So yeah. um, yeah, the semi-finals like the last game was like the last game of the day. We were, and we were playing Canada. One of the Canadians was like char- was like um, charging his phone while we were like watching i think it was austria usa in the, right. in the corresponding other second final or whatever it was um got chatting or whatever and then i just sort of said um if you guys are doing short swaps i think your shirts are really cool so um and we're more or less a similar build so i'd like to have a, like if you're doing short swaps i'd like to have yours or whatever um so we, we swapped shots then because neither was I, I wasn't playing and he had a spare um then so he he didn't he didn't play a huge amount but he played he played like the last couple of sets um and then we then after afterwards after we'd tanked them um <laughs> he said he said to me good luck on sunday because the finals the finals were on the sundays and the third medal match was on the saturday and then i said you too <laughs> so now i can never speak to him again uh... which is hilarious but wasn't actually what i was talking about Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> you've, made, you've made him tell that story. No, for no because I said your favourite World Cup commentary. Oh, I see. A, yeah, know, this I, this is actually much better than that anecdote. <laughs> I mean, I enjoyed that one, so this should be So good. it was an absolute classic. I think, actually, generally, the commentary at Worlds is really, really good. And there was a combination yeah. of um, not... Um, what's his face? God, edit this bit out. That's going to kill me. Greg? Not Greg. Right. <laughs> Greg's doppelganger. Yeah, called Bill. Like genuinely from a distance, they were indistinguishable. It was unreal. And a lady whose name I've forgotten, both of whom are foam players, and both I think Canadian or one of them mm. might have been American. Yeah. Right. Um, well, so predominantly foam. Predominantly foam, okay. and then definitely Northern American. And they actually they they made a really good team for watching the cloth because they were really hot on differences and what was interesting and yeah. like learning the game. And they were doing really really well. But it was one of those absolute classic cases of like. If you have to talk all day, you're going to drop a clangor at some point. And it was the, uh, it was GB Australia, wasn't it? Yeah, GB Australia in the mixed. And they were like chatting about mixed cloth, yeah, mixed cloth. Mm. And they chatting away, and I think having like a bit of a slow minute. And Bill just turns to his partner and goes, "Do you think? Do you know if these teams have ever met at Euros?" (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so there's another issue the American the schooling system teaches them geography. So just like, fair enough, you've dropped the ball on Australia, but also for those in the know, GB don't go Euros. So the answer is definitely no. no. I could forgive, to be honest, we'd probably you can see, forgive the GB yeah. one. I can forgive the GB yeah. one, the so you don't know if they call but yeah, Australia and Europe. And Oh, I mean, as much as, keen as, much as, watches, as, much as we'd love to see it, well, I'd love to have Australia Genuinely, they're really keen. Are, are you allowed legacy countries in Euros? <laughs> legacy <laughs> countries. That, that would work, right? <laughs> <laughs> that would, they would count. Get them over. Make it more interesting. They're really keen to come to Europe because they've got no qualifying events on that side of the world. And they're like, we just really want to play more cloth against experienced cloth people. So I was like, well, Eurovision rules, surely. Yeah, yeah sure. For Euros. Pierre's well up for it. Yeah, I just absolutely. went up to him at the after party. I was like, so Australia at Euros. He was like, Eurovision rules, right? I was like, we're in. <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah. Obviously, we'd have to work out like how they officially enter the Euros. It would have to be a regular, but I, I think that'd be good. 
They're great, they're great bit. crack as well. Yeah. Like really enjoyed meeting the Aussies. Yeah, because you'd imagine if they're coming over from like I say, hopefully bring some support with them as well. Yeah. Which would be good. I imagine they're a good crack around the place. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they they play they play a good game as well. They yeah. like they'd have a good play to time. a high quality. Like, again, and... my only interaction with the Australians is is really in 2016, and then a little bit at New York. I didn't get to see too much yeah. of them. Um, so there, but that that would be very good. That'd be very good. We've stopped talking about the topic. Yeah, we have. We're very good at going off topic today. That's why the people are here. If they stay for the trivia, then they really stay for the tangents. <laughs> so it's fine. But yeah, so looking at that for next week, I like it when uh, we have two twos team playing each other in Nighthawks and Stafford. So Norwich will be one. I imagine them will be backing themselves going into that because they've had a decent start. Yeah, the Saints Canterbury game is the one that's got my attention. I think that's the standout. It's not Panthers bovines. Well, that is because you know I love the bovines. Yeah. Thirty nil incoming for Panthers. Oh shush! They will take at least one point, I believe. Okay, twenty-eight two to Panthers. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, what about a squashy bet for the next pod? Oof! Is this this going to be like a new segment of the podcast? Absolutely, squashy bets. (laughs) Just to play devil's advocate, because I'm I'm team bovines. I'll say it's to nil. And you say points, and whoever loses brings the squashies. Okay, yeah. Next Done. week, mate. Sound One point, boys. That's all I need. <laughs> Go on, you Go on, Gareth. Listeners. Go on, you bovines. Um, now, if I know Nick, he will throw the game. <laughs> just to me. Just to me. But that's what it takes to do. Yeah, that's just the mantic bribes. Yeah. <laughs> the lesser seen quintuple wine fault and then swan dive from bovines. If that is my fate, then so be it. But I just want to play devil's advocate. No, obviously, be, I, that game will be interesting because I always think top versus bottom is an interesting dynamic yeah. in, in this sport. So. <sighs> oh, God, help us all. Right. Who wow. did well? I mean, Rhonda... Wales in general, by the looks yeah, of Yeah, a good day to be Welsh is, is what I'm getting It's always a good day to be Welsh, isn't it, Sam? Apart from Mark Camodden is the Leicester. That's I missed good. that. Overall, a broadly good day to be Welsh. A good day to be, be 75% Welsh. Welsh. Yeah. Still three times more Welsh than I am. <laughs> um, yeah, like, Kamada losing to Mustangs. Yeah, it's obviously has rocked that, that Welsh shit. But then Mustangs are a, a pretty solid team at this point. That's, it's, again, yeah, it's score, score is quite big. I might have thought that might have been a couple sets closer. Uh, if not, again, the other way around. In the close it feels score. like it went a bit frantic, didn't it, with that? Whether, yeah, the you, never, you can never played, read too it? much into whether it was, you know, whether it was 6-12 and Kamada have to do crazy things to try and get themselves back into the game. But then, whatever. again, you look at then Mustangs then have the exact reverse score in the end game against Storm 3. I mean, good mm. day for Storm 3. I mean, just that, I mean, yeah, that follows the Welsh theme, doesn't it? Because there's always West stormy well. weather in Wales. So this is carrying on the theme of who's done well that league. So, yeah, that's Storm 3 of, of two wins have done. Two. That's done really well for them there, to be honest. Ronda's, that's, that set difference is looking pretty monstrous. Pretty good already. 14 point set difference at this early stage. Yeah, conceding 19 set points in four games. It's pretty it's good. Not to be sniffed at. At the very other end of the scale, Soldier Beast still seems to be having a pretty torrid time. So 24 nil to Ronda. And I mean, they they have played the top. They have played the top two in the league. It was never yeah. going to be never going to be easy. 24 nil. The lesser seen nil. Yeah. <laughs> But again, I think that curse of the third team isn't it? Ever-changing roster. Mm. Tough to settle, I think. Yeah, well, I think I agree. We'll come on to it with 
one league and League Super. Um, but I guess bees are bees. Killer bees were a bit short, which probably had a knock-on effect in terms of who came up from the seconds to the first and who came up from the first, thirds to the seconds. Um, yeah, it looks like soldier bees were soldier bees had a tough meet anyway. Yeah, playing Ronda and Cobb. Yeah, <laughs> but they're paying the price for it a little bit. This league, this league's starting to take a little more shape, a now. little more definition. Um, I think Commander disappointed in 2008, and I think they had, I suppose, a slower start than they would have wanted, but then clearly a good, at least yeah. one good performance last. I week. mean, considering, so they've lost to, yes, lost to Mustangs, Ronda, and Storm. Uh, sorry, I can't read. Uh, Silvax twos. So yeah, they lost against they lost against first, second, and fourth, which isn't like it's not bad. Yeah, no, no reason. To, they say no reason to panic. Like they have the opportunity to certainly get a winner on the board against Soldier Bees, but um, Storm three as well. I think I'd have probably before this meet, I'd have probably fancied um, Commanding a bit heavier against Storm three, but Storm three coming out of the blocks. I think they had they basically had their wing pairing from. Storm from this from their seconds last year playing oh okay playing in league three. yeah they had Leo High and Luke Barrett who were playing oh okay who yeah, played yeah. Storm two they were last year last season so having played a season in Super League going down to League two that's I a mean, lot of firepower so that'll be interesting then in the Storm three Ronda game that makes that a I didn't even notice that that's that a makes big that one. an interesting game now doesn't it because if Storm three carry that momentum. Obviously, Ronda are the team to beat in the division. They've established that already. So, but Storm Three are now arguably the informed team, given those point scores. So that'll be very yeah. interesting. And you you look at Silverbacks. Silverbacks had a very very strong. They had a good day again. But I mean, on paper you'd expect them to beat Cyclones too. Mm-hmm. I'd say, but they what, didn't play Cyclones too. No, oh, this week, next in week, the sorry. next week. Sorry, coming <laughs> this weekend. So they they'd go into that expecting probably to win that one. And they probably want to go in to beat Wessex too, but I think Wessex too. I'd be surprised if that's a big score. I yeah, think. like with all like with all Wessex teams, they're never a pushover. No, not at all, not at all. So it'll be it'll be interesting. A rough week for Stafford. Um, yes. Yeah, mentioned mentioned around command and getting that getting a fairly strong win, and yeah, Raptors again sort of following it up with a a defeat against Silvax too. Again, kind of no. Like no shame in losing to them, but how, as a team that came close to promotion last season, then yeah, coming away with two defeats from a from a league meet is always going to be. I think pretty Staff, tough. Stafford and, are obviously are having a hard time adjusting to the big team changes because they lost three or four. Yeah, big it, players. Yeah, it's always team. always going to be always going to be pretty tough. Spotted a numbers weirdness. What's oh, that? Go on. Four eighteen sixes. Yeah, it's almost like they're the amount of sets you can get into a time yeah. allotted segment. Yeah, yeah, so we think the median number is 24. No. Um, but wasn't this on one of the leagues last meet we were commenting on that it was like three 16 fours or something in a row? Anyway, for past listeners, that may or may not have made any sense at all. This doesn't look to be any particular upsets either, really, does they? Other than. Mm, yeah, I think. Probably again, potentially the biggest surprising, the most surprising thing here is again the kind of size of some of the respective victories. Like, yes. We told me that Mustangs would beat Carmarthen, then 
I could see that. I wouldn't have expected them to beat to win it by 12, 12 points. Yeah. Equally, if Storm Thirds were going to beat Mustangs, I'd have probably said, yeah, I can see that happening. But again, 12 points is... Yeah, not not insignificant. Looks fairly no, comfortable no, on the scoreline. It's yeah, a, a, a six set lead is, like in terms of game time as well, that is quite significant. Mm. You know, that is a good half of the match played comfortably. I think. So yeah. Yeah. Or how's, yeah. how's how the table looking? The table. It's like this. So yeah, Ronda and Ronda and Coventry on four and zero. Uh, Storm Thirds having a having a strong meet last time around because they beat Wessex and Leicester Mustangs. Oh wow! Um, yeah, so that rockets them up the table a little bit. Mm. Uh, yeah, then Cyclones and Soldier Bees both rooted to the foot at the moment. <laughs> When our Ronda, so Ronda are playing Mustangs and Storm, Storm three, three, so probably not a good, yeah, yeah. not a, a good time meet. to, yeah, not a good time to be playing Storm three by the looks of things. They seem to have found a found an upper gear after the most recent meet. Yeah, they'll be they'll be on high going into this one, um, which will be big week for Mustangs coming up. They've got Ronda and Raptors. Mm. As they say, I think, yeah, still not, still not quite sure what to make of Raptors this time around. Got two very convincing wins, for, wins first meet, and haven't, haven't quite got their claws out yet. I just think it's going to be an interesting week for for Ronda in general. Mustangs and Storm three, mm-hmm. like we we discussed Storm three, but Mustangs, like we said, are also no pushovers. Um, so be interesting. I think tactically that'll be an interesting game because Mustangs, when I when I watched them last year, and from the very I haven't seen a lot this year, but limited, they're not a team who get particularly flustered if they lose players early doors. Yes, like they're very very self possessed, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, I just when you say possessed, I'm picturing like ghosts. the Exorcist. Yeah, the Exorcist basically. Their heads spin around 180 degrees. Um, just just going crazy. Yeah. Um, That's lead owls. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like they they have a game plan and they stick to it. So it'd be interesting because obviously, from what I know, Ronda obviously good on the quick start, big aggressive start to games. I don't think Mustangs will care if they go down to four after like thirty seconds, whatever yeah. it is. They'll just keep playing through and just try and bring it back. Which if that happens and they turn round a set or two, does that frustrate Ronda? Mm. We'll have to see. I mean, I, I could then sit here next week and it was absolutely one-sided, but yeah. I, I think Mustangs will put up a very good fight at the minimum mm. on there. And then their other game is Raptors, who at this point, last year, you would have said that's an, probably an easy Raptors win. Yeah, but this not, time not, not so, so much, sure. maybe. It looks like it depends what Raptors turns <laughs> up. Really. Yeah. yeah, basically. Big week for Carmarthen is what I'd say. In the, so the Storm, Storm 3 are having their Welsh meet, playing both Ronald <laughs> and Carmarthen. And so Carmarthen got beat Soldier Bees and Storm 3. So they'll be looking for those two wins because they want to bounce up that table. But I think that Storm 3 match in particular is going to be a real handful for them. Mm. Yeah, I think same with same with, same with with a lot of these. It depends what team turns up. It depends what team turns up on the day, both in terms of personnel, but also like, you know, what, what mood they're in. Yeah, so 
the, the table for League Two then is not looking as clear cut as the others. Because there's a very messy middle table. Mm, yeah, there's a a big old tussle going going on for who can take advantage of when, when if Coventry and Ronda slip up. But yeah, Ronda look, have made pretty much the perfect start with a very healthy set difference to boot. I think yes, with a yes, so- 14, 14 set difference advantage over Coventry in second is almost akin to having an extra point in the bag at this point. Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, Ronda are going to be sitting comfortable, but obviously not taking their foot off the pedal with that. Right, next up, let's go. Let's go, men's one league. No, I'm not ready to work out. (laughs) When have I ever been ready? When have I ever ready to work out? Bedford Mighty Eagles sitting sitting top, two points clear of Norwich. Ooh, and then... Okay, so again, a, a very mixed middle table mm, there. A draw between Cyclones and Spartans too. Um, really, really sort of like bunching up the middle yeah. somewhat. Because, um, yeah, they don't make ground on Rangers 2s below them and only lose a points... Um, distance behind Norwich above them. Um, yeah, a couple of a couple of thoroughly good games in front of the cameras this time Ooh, on this yeah. one. Yeah, MK um, and Norwich playing. Mm. Yeah, that's f- first game of the afternoon. So that'll be a very good one to watch. Um, you got um, Bedford Eagles against Leeds as well. Second second game up. Oh yes. Um, which will be. A good, a good sort of barometer for both teams, really. I think Bedford were um, probably didn't like that. A game against Thunder Dodge is was sort of fairly clear cut. Um, less so against Workers. It would be, yeah. I think Leeds will pose a probably a st- as stern a test as Workers have done, if not if not more tough. Yeah. So just that yeah. Be yeah. interesting. It's mildly frustrating that there's some very good games in this league because I was planning an early, early exit on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the stream yeah. is for. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, while, while Dave's driving back, I'll have the stream on and I can commentate to him on the long way. But no, um, definitely uh, that Bedford Eagles and Leeds game will be one to watch. Rangers 2 will have fun refing that. Although I, I, I don't think there will be. Yeah, in case they need rem- in case they needed reminding about what colour Bedford was, they might have a, <laughs> might have a say. Yes, yeah, so they're... big week. For, they... Big up to our boys. We didn't. Uh, maybe I have. We got just a point on the board. Cursed, coached and cursed. Is it? Is that? Is that your curse that you're coaching? My coach gets a curse. Yeah. From there, yeah. No, big big week for them to bounce back and straight off the bat get get a draw with with Rangers. Uh, Rangers two is is an excellent result, uh, given how well Rangers did last year, and, and like, they did in their second game as and well. And they did, yeah. And then the lads played really well um, on the stream against Leeds. Obviously, only two sets in it in the end, mm. but some very just some very good play all round, like really encouraging to go at. Sometimes when you're near the bottom of the league, you need a performance more than a result. Yes, and getting get getting a getting a draw and then a really good performance can be the boost that you need. Uh, going into it, especially when you've got quite a tough week, potentially. Because uh, obviously this week they are playing Bedford Eagles, 
who keep marching on at the moment. So that'll be interesting. Um, and their other game, I'm just trying to find it, sorry, is Thunder Dodge. So obviously Thunder Dodge down with our two, lads. Two extremes a little bit. for Yeah, for... they're playing either end of the table here. So, you know, they're going to want that win against Thunder Dodge, but then Thunder Dodge are going to want that win against them as well. They're both going to see this as a winnable match. So that'll be very curious from there. But yeah, really good improvement for our, for our twos on that one. And, and let's hope they keep going. And shout out, I don't know if he does listen, but apparently Frank Howard has hurt, hurt his ankle. So I hope, wish you a speedy recovery, mate. Oh, uh, yeah. Which is why he wasn't there last last meet. Get well soon, fun time. <laughs> yeah, and yes. I, did, so how did Thunderbodge... So a couple of... Thunderbodge. Thunderbodge. <laughs> <laughs> wow. What a slip there that was. There's, there's the episode title. <laughs> yeah. Thunderbodge. Thunderbodge. <laughs> Describe your editing skills in one word. <laughs> <laughs> also we'll have to do more Instagram just Sam speed running the edit where he's listening to us on like point one point seven. Honestly, I, I not only do you listen to us for less time listeners, but I just thoroughly recommend listening to us on like a speed and a half. Much much better con- much better content. I sound, I sound genuinely terrifying. Because yeah. I'm already half a range above you lot. So it's like you th- you two yeah, are talking there, so like which is how Sam hears me all the time. <laughs> But yeah, we said about uh, our lads. We mentioned Bedford, Mike Eagles, two more wins again. Obviously, big score against Thunder Dodge, and then a one-set win against Worker Bees. I think, it was, I think that was twelve. That was twelve-two at one point to Bedford. I think Worker Bees came back. Came wow. back like an absolute train. Second half comeback. Love to fair see play. It. Fair play. If they did, that's a good comeback. But yeah, Bedford. Are, yeah. Sit, sitting pretty at the top at the moment and obviously their two games this time are, are Leeds and, and R2s we talked about R2s so we'll leave that yeah but... I certainly see them as yeah Leeds looked a little at sea against Nighthawks and then came up came out strong against R2s mm. so, they'd have been yeah. pleased to turn that around for a, for a win and a loss on yeah. the day yeah yeah and a rough day for Spartans 2s um, I think they would probably hope to have beaten MK and their game against Norwich had a their game against it was the one on the stream I think and it was a yeah a fairly close first half and then pulled away Nighthawks really clicked into gear in the second uh, yeah absolutely thoroughly good game I must I must say like I'm really enjoying the detoxing of just watching back all the streams the day after the day yeah. after league just because I can't get enough but also especially because we could barely walk last time yeah so just curled up, on, the curled up on the sofa with dodgeball on the TV. Anyway, yeah, Night Nighthawks as well coming back with with the two wins. Obviously, um, Leeds being an established one league team in Leeds is good for your confidence for the season because Leeds have been, you know, in and around promotion for a few years mm. on and off. But then to to beat Spartans too is their great rivals of last season by fairly comprehensively score wise in the end. You know, the first half was was quite close for the most part. Spartans took like a a couple set early lead in that one and then Norwich just kind of wore them down and came back to get into quite a high point and then a, a late fight back again from Spartans so I think for them to win that handily against them is, is going to be big for confidence going into it and obviously you look at this time they've got Cyclones again a former Super League team with some of their players mm, that'll, be, that'll be an interesting which one which will be interesting and then they're playing Virtue who they'd probably want to beat Virtue but Virtue keep taking sets off people so we'll have to We'll have to kind of see there. You never know kind of what Virtue team are going to turn up. Like they had a rough week just gone. 
They have a rough one following. They have Spartans and Spartans and Nighthawks. Yeah, the, the, ordinarily you'd think playing the two newly promoted teams, then here's here's an opportunity to really motor up the table. But not yeah, these two. this yeah, this league is pretty cutthroat to say the least. Yeah, so it's going to be it's going to be interesting for them. Obviously, they, we know they can take sets off people. Again, I know we talked about Burton, but they're doing it as well. They're taking sets off everyone every time. You know, there's not a nil or anything there. And like we said, this is a better worker bees team than we've seen. So 26-2 obviously is a big score, but this is a much stronger worker bees to last season. I think even, well, we'll probably come onto it next next with Killers, but I think, because Killers were pretty short, so they took up a few players from this worker bees team as well, which I think in seasons gone by might have been enough to basically derail the, entire, derail the team, but not as, not much of a sign of it this time. Well, yeah, like, yeah, they lost Brew and Brennan. Yeah, uh, they went up to replace Aiden and Ross. Obviously, once again, congratulations to Aiden and wife Sean on Little Owen. Uh, I was going to say, I think we did shout it out last time. Yeah, just, just in case. Never enough. Those case again. So I don't we know if you'll be back this week. Or that, but yeah, <laughs> well done then. Uh, but yeah, so and then, and Ross was away, so they they moved two people up to uh, to mm. to killers, but it didn't seem to affect workers at any point. Losing two players of that experience and quality that could easily do that. If any other teams in the league lost players like that. You say that would go quite. Uh... Well, and similarly, the week before, like with them um, Ben being ill for our seconds, Robson going up literally last minute. Yeah. And um, we say we'd certainly consider that have as have contributing to their performance in week one. So yeah, real, really, really good work by the bees ads for hold for hold and holding that together sounds dismissive, but it is. What it is sometimes isn't it? to be like right. It could we know be a we've got good skin meat, basically. It's... Yeah, we know we've got a, a good foundation if we can. Yeah, take out a couple of key players and keep cracking on. Leeds have a Leeds have a double Bedford meet to look forward to. Anyone's what colour is Bedford? Indeed, indeed. Um, we might be able to find that next season. Murky grey. <laughs> when Rangers get relegated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, so then bees this week have got Cyclones. That's their other game. So Cyclones having workers and Nighthawks. Big week for Cyclones, given mm. that they're playing two relatively informed teams. Who would you edge your bets on then between Cyclones and Nighthawks? Uh, I'd say a full-strength Nighthawks beats a full-strength Cyclones. Um, and like like we kind of said around first teams tending to have a more settled roster, I would expect Norwich to be full-strength. That said, um, like MK's no... No pushover. I know they've lost a few players from their Super League heyday, but there's plenty of Super League experience in that team. Probably, potentially more so than Norwich. Like on balance, I think you probably got. I, they, I think it so. has a number of so. players rather yes. than number of years potentially. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But you know, not you think that Norwich have gone. Probably you can count the number of defeats they've had in the last. Well, pretty much since they entered league, you can probably count the number of defeats they've had on one hand, probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's no real substitute for being able to being in form and being confident in how you're playing. Yeah. We shall see. We shall see. I, I, I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a real walkover, but I'd be probably more surprised to see a Cyclones win than an Orange one. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It's going, they're going to be very close sets. I think it's not going to be a steamroll for anyone. They'll be very close sets, and I, I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if it's, it's, if it's something like a fourteen ten win to one of the teams. Yeah, you know, with like a last, a last minute, minute set. Yeah, you know, yeah. final few seconds, they end up getting a minute set, looking for that draw. Um, 
you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to be courtside watching that one. Never know if, uh, yeah, our twos will be, our twos are reffing that game, so, Ooh. might see how much it'll cost to get briefcase here, red card. <laughs> I might sell for yellow, actually, because he's not had a yellow yet, so, <laughs> that'll be quite fun. Has he had a red before? Mm, maybe we save that one for the December one when it's close to Christmas. Oh, yeah, there you go. There's a, there's a little <laughs> teaser yeah. for our listeners. <laughs> Worker bees versus Rangers 2. Anytime bees play yeah. Rangers, it's mm. normally worth watching. Loud as well. Yes, exactly. So I think this would also be worth a watch completely. Um, and, th- th- you know, for whichever team, if Rangers 2 lose that, they're already falling a bit behind where they probably want it to be, mm. I'd say, if results don't go their way. Um, they could be quite far behind a couple of the teams already. It's quite a congested middle of the pack. It is. like uh, Two points between second and seventh. So, you know, if, if workers come out with two wins from that, they go up to six, and they can, in theory, they because they're playing Cyclones, they could finish the day third if results go their way. Obviously, Spartans will probably have something to say about that. Um, so... Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting from there. It's, it's so tight this league, isn't it? It's just Will Bedford keep marching on. Mighty mm. Eagles, that is. At this point, I have to be. There's two Bedford teams. You gotta be specific. Yeah, no, I was gonna say I was gonna make a rude comment about is um Bedford Rangers not quite living up to their aspirations? A theme we're going to see continued in the next league. Oh, look at that! Look at that for a segue. Le, le segue. Lesser segue from Catherine. Bedford has <laughs> got two wins out of two last week. Well, so that would be a no. <laughs> I think. It, oh, it but was... by God, what a win against Phantoms! Did mm-hmm. Did you see it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We because also... we were playing on the court at the same time. Our second game. Oh yeah, you went. Well, we to watch, we finished. Uh, we finished before them, which was great because oh, our court yeah. was actually running behind. So we started after them, and yet we finished before with them. two sets left in their mm-hmm. game. So well done you two for obviously arguing the rest of the time. Yeah. Well done to the streaming crew for just like being like, yeah, we'll pan over and watch this like through like with a massive goal in the way, but still got to see all see all the madness unfold. Yeah, that yeah. was a ridiculous pulsating pulsating finish to a game. Superb. Yeah, pulsating. Okay. Did you have a pulse when you were watching? I did. I, <laughs> yes. What word do we? What, that's that's I've the never heard, I've never heard pulsating used in that context. Ah. Maybe it's just a sports thing. Mm. They use it in football quite a lot. Oh, okay. Mm. Not not for you? Mm. No. Bit phallic. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you could have just said no and left it there, to be <laughs> honest, but no, that's fine. For anyone who, any listeners who weren't quite getting the nuance, there it is. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, good week for Ben. That game against Derby was, was great. Really a hectic finish, um, which is excellent. And their game against Killers went a bit... Better than I think a lot of us saw. Like 18-10 is obviously a relatively close score. Um, high-scoring game. It's a high-scoring game. None of the sets went like particularly towards the end in some of them. Um, there was quite a few turnarounds. It was on the stream. You can go and watch as well. There was there's a few kind of you know three-on-ones being turned around and four-on-twos and things like that from both teams. So definitely kind of kind of worth a watch again. But that's a strong result for Bedford now. Who can They'll probably want to be using this to push on because they're playing Storm this week. Yeah, to yeah could could determine whether the oh they got both Storms. They have, they have a stormy week. Yeah, and they're they playing Storm two are being refed by Storm ones in a 
weird turn of events. I imagine if Storm 2 were ref in the first game, that would have been good. <laughs> That's the new one, isn't it? Yeah. Play both the Storms while being ref by both the Storms. Yeah. <laughs> that, that's what we want these days. Yeah, um, and also, I mean, it was the big hitter match to start, wasn't it? Meteors versus Spartans. You guys refed it, didn't you? I think I got distracted. Yeah, yes. we did. That was a... Yeah, it's... Yeah. It's it's it, The question is, though, when... When does it become... Not so exciting. <laughs> yeah, true. You know, how, how often can they clash and we're still all there, you know, raring for the results and yeah, you know, I mean, like, sets? Probably, probably whenever, when a, another team sustains a title charge is probably it, which I think, which I think Rangers certainly did for the first half of last season. And then, like, that's, there was a lot of furore ahead of the, Rangers playing meteors in like the double the double header thing in the middle of last season. Yeah, because I think ultimately if that if Rangers got a result out of one of the two games, then the title race would have been a lot more a lot more close knit, and Rangers would have certainly been in the conversation. But I think like for as long as meteors and Spartans are remain semi, I say remain semi untouchable at the top, um, like. Storm, Storm have clearly um, given Meteors their comeuppance last season mm-hmm. and Spartans this season. Bees drew with Spartans last season. Yeah. Um, Rangers beating Spartans like that. Yeah, I think as only for only for a point where there's a kind of slightly out of the box result like that that um, turns the league turns the kind of top of the league on its head a little bit. Will there then be a fixture kind of that just, just like looked forward to to that degree? Yeah, yeah. I think Spartans Spartans deserve to win it, but I think it was very. It was a much. It was probably the cagiest game I think I've ever seen Meteors be involved in, mm. and I think that suits Spartan style much more than it suits Meteors. Yes, yeah, do you think Spartans are well and truly in their heads now? As in, if you're a Meteor. Um, I no, I wouldn't say they're in their heads. I think it's just it's more. It's more a challenge for Meteors to rise to, um, mm. which I think they all relish a little bit because they know how, how good they are. Yes. Um, but you know, it's it's always it's always tough that Spartans do have the advantage of, as a squad, regularly training together more than Meteors do, mm. which I think when you get into this like level. tip 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 top level, mm. yeah. I think does make a difference. Mm-hmm. Um. Because there's no doubt in one to eight the natural ability of the meteors lads they're unbelievable yeah. players all of them, but sometimes if you're not if you're not training as regularly as other teams sometimes you do lose that bit of cohesion in key moments. Yeah, I think that was what was seen. Like the general play was was relatively even as it always is. There's mm. just a few key moments where a bit of miscommunication here, you know, gives a fourth ball away and little things like that. Well, you need yeah, to, I think under but... pressure you all need to go the same way, don't you? Like yeah, there's a tendency, to, especially meteors playing being so good at that chaotic style, which relies an awful lot on individual brilliance and also everyone reading the game it at a similar pace. All you need is for someone to zig and someone to zag and suddenly you're losing a player where you shouldn't be not making I think the other, Yeah, I think the other... Both teams were very, very good at punishing mistakes. I think just Meteors made a few... Meteors made, made like... Mistakes. And like we're literally talking like one or two things that didn't kind of pan out. I think Spartans were very good at not letting them off the hook whenever they whenever they got a, an opportunity. And then particularly Meteors were trying to chase the game and do weird things, like, often resulting in a giving away possession. And Spartans were very 
I guess clinical is kind of a word I've used to describe them previously, and there were nothing short of it this time around. Yeah. Uh, Reese Woodgate, player of the season still? <laughs> he's, been, he's been unreal. Yeah, he's yeah. been really good, unfortunately, with us playing them this weekend. Mm. <laughs> Time for that to yeah, end. If he, could, yeah, if he could go off the boil a little bit, then that would be much better. If you want to pull a hammy in the warm up, <laughs> won't go. I'll pull Just... it for you. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be absolutely fine. But yeah, for Spartans, obviously, um, having lost a game the week before. They lost to Storm first. They lost to Storm first week. That was a that was a big time for them to come back into it. They needed that. Uh, so that's yeah, that's very good for them. Because who was their other game? That uh, Spartans saw the game beat Silverbacks. They beat Silverbacks in there, which again we know Silverbacks could be a massive banana skin for some of the big teams in this league. So to come out again fairly comfortably score wise will be good for Spartans after because you, you're very at, at possible of possibility sorry running out of adrenaline. Mm. And having quite a long break as well, that is. You know, there's yeah. two full games to to then sit and you yeah, cool, down, cool down, your adrenaline. You have a refing duty and that kind refing of stuff. that, and then you've got to go play again. Like that's that's a, a quite a big turnaround that late at night as well, being in the evening session. So well done for them to come back and just just yeah go like that. That's really impressive. Um, Likewise, Meteors did well to bounce back. I think like if especially after coming up short against. Spartans, you probably didn't want to play a Storm team who'd beaten you the previous season. Yeah. Would would not be your ideal next who, fixture. Who would beaten Spartans as well. Yeah, they were they'd been properly on a roll just so far so far this season. But Derby having a a real a season. Very, very nice start, I think. Looking at that, you know, sitting what are they currently third? Uh, yeah, currently third. third Le- yeah. Well, level six, six points, three yeah. wins out of four. Same as the same as everyone in the top uh, yeah, four. Need, yeah, two two set points difference behind Spartans isn't a bad place to be. No, no, you know, you you look at that table after two meets, and you're like, regardless of of what team, you're going to be comfortable looking at that, knowing you're on the same points as as first, and the only thing dividing you is set difference. You know, you can sit back and be like, yeah. We've we've had a good start, you know. We've 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 kept on pace with with the other top guys, you know. We're not we're not losing. It's it's a very a very nice position to be in after two meets, I think. Be interesting if they. Be interesting what the what sort of like next direction their season takes after this meet because playing bees and storm, they're kind of playing teams in that mid table. I say the mid table like the chasing pack. Tussle, um, which you know will be a good test as to whether Derby sh- like should be in that should be in that equation, or whether if they come out of that with two wins, and then the meet after that, they play Meteors and Spartans. Oh, oh dear! <laughs> so <laughs> Merry Christmas, it, it, Merry Christmas, Phantoms. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Um, it could, you know, if they if they come out of they could they could come out of this. Being, you know, level at the top of the league with the, with the two big ones, yeah, still to, yeah. with them still to play, would be, be would be quite would be quite a story. Yes, yes, it, this is going to be a tough meet because obviously we, we know things. Storm and Bees are not easy teams to play against. Even if you've been yeah. watching their footage, you've been analysing their games. There's no substitute for an, like, yeah. an embarrassment of Super League embarrassment of riches of Super League experience. Yeah, like. Look, those two teams can pull anything out of the bag, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I'm, I'm thinking it's, it's, it's going to be a tough but interesting meet for Derby. Um, 
which be exciting to watch. Uh, and we get to watch both. Yeah, we get to watch both games. Look at that. Uh, yeah, yeah, we do. It's our lucky day. Yeah, it's not often that happens. We get to watch good. Like, we do miss. We do miss Rangers Storm though. I'm slightly sad about that. Okay. Mm. In fact, both Rangers, Rangers Storm and Storm Two Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> so Rangers could just be doing a number on London yeah. this weekend. It's yeah, just, they could have just could have yeah. just taken the train to King's Cross. <laughs> I don't even know if King's Cross is the station getting from Bedford, but they yeah. Either way, King. King's Cross will be teal. <laughs> <laughs> but no, um, another exciting meet, I think. Yes, I can't wait for this. Yeah. Yeah, it, it, it paints a very interesting picture of the table, certainly, with four teams on six and three teams on four. Yeah, Coventry Silverbacks are in eighth and they're only three points off the top. I was going to say, because how are our... So Derby Phantom's still sitting in third. Yes, it's, it could be a real, like... Derby can make some real headway this week because they playing. They've got Killer Bees and London Storm once. Yeah, so so both of those could go either way at this point. Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, we mentioned it around. Mentioned it around Bees potentially not being full strength, um, counting against them against Rangers. Could be the same this time around. They could like yeah. I wouldn't the way Derby have been playing so far this season and the way they took Rangers to. It's at the last throw of the game for the game to be sealed, and not really, not yeah. I could definitely could definitely see if Derby get on a roll, they could be really hard to stop that game. Yeah, that that I think that applies to Derby in both mm. as well, because um, they're 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 so good off the quick start that they can quite easily go one player up within ten seconds. And that already changes the dynamic slightly. Um, well, but then you're not quite as keen to keep playing your one ball cage cage, are you? If you're already a player down. It's also that if you have the two balls, you can afford to go more aggressive because if, yeah. if you then... Trades benefit if you, you. The trade's you're already in a better position. The trade has to go quite badly wrong for you to yeah, come out not worse. Be 1v1, yeah. yeah, to at least not come out even. So it, it allows them that luxury straight away. And the throwing teams, even if it's subconsciously, know that. So they have to be careful and with how good some of their catches in the middle are. There's not. It was their catching that beat Silverbacks. Yeah. If you watch that back on the stream. Yeah. Tom Charlton in one set took two really good ones when it was needed as well. Important ones as Important well. Important catches, like not just technically good ones, like one by his head, which is always impressive, and just a solid one kind of straight down the chest. But just the timings of them. Mm. Properly yeah, deflating for the cov. Yeah. I said just an observation as an outsider. There seem to be a lot of catches in men's Super League so far. Or oh, like last meet when I came back. And I don't know whether it's just sort of rosy or the opposite of rosy the glasses, like it's fresh in the memory, but um because it's often often an observation made comparing the women's and the men's super league that catching is still a larger part of the women's game. I think watching the men's super league mm. is a real advert for how it is and men's one That's as a... well. It's still a huge skill. It, like, it may it, not happen it as often, but it it's often set I, I still, changing when it does happen. Yeah, I'd say I'd say it's more set changing in the men's because it's not as common. Common, like in a three-minute set in a women's super league game, I'd expect probably to see two catches, one or two, if yeah. not more. Yeah. I, like I've seen three to four on average quite a lot of the time playing the game. Yeah, you don't. You might get three to four catches in a men's game, but you can guarantee that maybe most of them, if not all but one, would come very early. 
Mm. And then there's one clutch one at the end. Yeah. Like the timings of them like in the men's. Like when you're being six on one, for example. Yeah. Like in the men's, yeah. it's fair. Or or if you get a stroke of luck, like we were joking about earlier, and like in, in our Wessex game, mm. we make that hit. They double counter us. And because of bad communication, they put two singles. Like instead of hitting yeah. me or Josh in a double, they put a single down both. We both catch it. Mm. Set mm. done because there's like yeah. five seconds left, whatever it was. Yeah. So yeah. if you get a break in play like that, sometimes I was talking about the communication piece with from the meteors earlier. That that causes it more in the men's when people aren't on the same page because then you'll go for a double run in and you're a bit hesitant. Again, we did that. Mm. Uh, we went for a double run in as as a men's ones. We weren't quite in time. Bit hesitant. Someone throws it. Other person's not really seen and gone very late. Too late. It's already caught. Yeah. So I think it 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 comes down to that kind of thing a bit more, but. I think, yeah, people also people also don't necessarily have the. I think there always used to be a mentality of um, don't look for catches if you don't need them. Whereas mm. I think people are actually being like, at pe- I think more and more people are ascribing to the mentality of if a ball's coming my way, I'm, then I'm I'm setting for it because it's a good opportunity to cut to get someone out. Like if it's a single ball and I pick it out the hand, then I back myself to catch anyone in the league. A lot of people kind of have that. Um, you know, have have that as a as their mantra, like a, as a defensive player. Particularly also when it gets to like a one ball trading exchange, then you know players aren't necessarily going like hell or high water to yeah. get out the way. People are actually being like, "Well, I know a single ball's coming at me. Like I might be able to might be able to hold on to this type of thing." I think there's people are, people seem to be getting. People seem to be good at fashioning catching opportunities. I think is basically is basically the other yeah. side of the coin. And and on on that, there was there was a thing for years where if you went a player down or lost a player because they went for a catch when you didn't necessarily need it, like it started the game, you six on six, yeah. and someone just throws a single and someone goes for the catch if they don't make it. There was there was a lot of teams who would like that would be used against a person going forward and be like, oh, why are you doing that? Yeah, we don't need it right now. We don't need it right now. Like, what are you doing? There's like, there a much more negative mindset where now like it's almost like the power of positivity coming through. It's like, all right, just get the next one. Yeah. Like go again. Like people are now getting into the mindset of if the idea is there, but the execution is off. Yeah. Kind of accepting it a little bit more. Well, then it's a positive set. It's a virtuous circle, isn't it? And the, the more you actually go for them because that's certainly a mindset I found myself stuck in for the last couple of seasons is if you're always valuing your life over looking for the catching opportunities ultimately what you're training yourself to do is dodge out of the way of catches yeah and like there's a place for that in that being on court is great but it as you say it's not going to turn it's not going to turn around being down is it if you just keep dodging no no not at all and and, like it's I think people do have to go like there's no secret like measure to catch. You can put yourself in the perfect position, have the throw come exactly where you want it, and it won't, it might not stick. Mm. Yeah, I was saying. We've seen, how many times have we seen world class catchers drop what seem like relatively easy chances? Yeah. All season long. Saying at training to one of our newer girls, like the problem with catching is you have to be 100% right to get anything out of it. Like if you're only 98% right, you do everything right. And as you say, it just bobbles out of your elbows yeah. at the last minute. I, whether it's catching or dodging, as long as you commit to either one, yeah. it's fine. What too many people do where they don't is they try and dodge and then they'll stick out a hand to try and catch it or they'll go for a catch, change your mind, go like that and the fingers yeah, get clipped like, yeah. or whatever. Mm. I, I think as players, you just have to commit to one mm. and commit to it. Um, whatever happens will happen. Like Just go with it. But remember, you can't make a catch if you don't get hit Yeah. at the same time. Yeah. So you have to get your body behind it. Yeah. 
the best kind of getting hit. It's yeah. when the ball doesn't leave you. It's when you get permanently hit. <laughs> I'm still being hit. Yeah, and that's what people have to remember. But yeah, I, I do feel like on court there's been more catches this year. In mm. our games, certainly we've we've had catch heavy games. It feels like in all like the sheriffs of old. Outside of the bees game, probably there wasn't a huge amount either side. But our other three games, Derby, Wessex, and Storm two, there was a lot of catches. Yeah. Both teams, not just us. We've taken quite a few, but um, I know Wessex. We probably traded quite a few catches. I think throughout the match. Yeah. And Wessex have been oh, yeah. doing that to teams already. So. I also hope Mark, Mark, if Mark Gilliam, Gilliam, how do we say it? Mark. I hope you're feeling better. Yes, hope you need Mark's better. everywhere. I hope you're feeling better. Yes. <laughs> if your name was Mark, be well. As ever, we wish everyone health. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good health. Go get some. Um, so, yeah, Storm saying they've got Phantoms and they've Rangers. got Rangers. So, again, as it feels like we say all the time in this uh, in this league, it's mm. it's just a big week for everyone. Like, it always is. Like, the fact that Derby have Storm and Killers, um, Storm have Rangers and Derby. And then, you know, it's only then Killers have then would look at the Wessex game as where they're heavy favourites. You'd say there's not many, and then Rangers versus Storm too. An interesting this week is... for Silverbacks, I think, playing you guys, which I'd have thought like. Oh, that would be quite. A... That'll be, I think, that'd be a very close four game. Yes. And then they're playing Meteors, and I am intrigued, just because, <laughs> like, stylistically in my head. Yeah. There's two quite. There's some players on both of those teams. I think approach a match in a very similar way. Thinking mainly about Reese, loves a bit of control mm. chaos. And I just wonder whether they'll be one of the teams that Meteors might not necessarily struggle with, but might butt up against more because of that. But you have a sort of ice fighting fire, don't you, with the Spartans Meteors? It's true. Like We we said this through the week that styles make contests, don't they? And and we've traditionally done okay score-wise against, say, like apart from one game against Rangers, but mostly Rangers and Meteors Mm. because we play arguably a very opposite style to them yeah and no matter what happens we don't get drawn into their pace no you you yeah, don't play the game your... you can't play yeah play your game you play your game and and you kind of have to just see if it works yeah so i think silverbacks will do I, that i can see the commentary middle like their survivability will be kind of key as to how much of a contest yes. silverbacks make this yeah because in the wings the, have a bloody good go yeah i think both both teams are very good at engaging and disengaging from the trading game yeah it will then come down to who can make the hits more often on the kind of like the bread and butter plays when you run up with three balls and initiate the attack on an empty target um silverbacks against derby actually did that very well like their middle um their middle weren't getting hurt from the single balls from Derby. derby derby's middle was just catching at the right time they Mm. Sets often went tip for tap, player for player, down for the first couple of minutes, and then Derby would pluck a catch out of nowhere, and that happened like four or five, three or four sets on the trot. I could see Meteors potentially getting a little frustrated if they struggled to hit Coventry out with the with relative ease. Yeah, and then, time will tell. Indeed, I kind of want to watch it now. Let's go now. Let's go. <laughs> Come on, everyone, get your stuff mm. together. It's a potentially tough day for Storm too. Having Spartans and Rangers. Yeah, big, they, big I felt I felt for Storm 2, particularly at halftime in our game. I think they, by all accounts, they had three very good halves in mm. the day. They only lost to Bees 15-9. In the and end. very close in your first half. Second. Second. 
Yes. They they won the they won the second half. In fact, did yeah. they? Yeah, it was twelve nil at half. They won the second half six four. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they, we we all know. And again, it's hard with Storm because we don't know who's in which squad week to week. Is the is the tricky bit? Um, mm. If they come at the strongest Storm two can be, they'll cause problems for both of those teams. Hundred um, percent. It's yeah. It's are they full strength? With a with a wedding the day before, I wouldn't wouldn't be so sure. Oh, is it? Who, who's well? Congratulations to whoever it is. Is it a storm? Um, Jason Cigar. Oh, congratulations to Jason Stephen. Um, Stephen Cigar. I can't believe I had to explain that to someone. His name is Jason Cigar, and I call him Stephen. They're like, why? It's like, come on. I'm not that old. Am I that old? I mean, Am yeah. I so out of also, touch? I got the <laughs> no, it is the children who are wrong. Yeah. <laughs> more Simpsons. Um, Sam's always got more Simpsons. Always. But looking at the table, like you said in in men's league super, um, this this could look very different come the end of the day, again, uh, as it seems to most weeks because you know Rangers and Storm in joint sixth at the moment will both want to go higher. I think Rangers ahead alphabetically. Or is yeah, Storm should probably be ahead on sets four, I think. Yeah, I would have said that. Yeah, 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 that's I've never seen it that close. Yeah. (laughs) So Rangers are played four one two lost two four fifty one against fifty (laughs) one, and Storm are played four one two lost two four fifty two against fifty two. That's very unfortunate. One set (laughs) uh, from there, but yeah, there's you know there's a few teams above us. We're in fifth, so we're middle of the pack at the moment. The teams who are above us in, in Killers and Derby, you know, if they beat Play, each other... Yeah, they're playing each other. Then the, the other one will fancy winning both on the day, I think. Yeah. If anyone comes out if anyone comes out today with two wins, of which... This is Women's League 1. Of which... <laughs> I don't know who my money would be on. I, Potentially, probably Rangers? I think Rangers, I think, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Storm could well... Well, I guess Storm beat them. Storm beat them most recently as well. True. Um, I think actually looking at it, if if they're full strength, I'd go with Killers. Yeah. To well, beat Derby and Wessex. Potentially no Aiden and probably no Robbie. Yeah, so that's why I said if they're full strength. Well, yeah, Robbie probably mm. won't be playing, and we don't yeah. know if Aiden's back, so that will change things obviously. But I wouldn't um, be I wouldn't be surprised if Killers come away with two wins. I wouldn't be surprised if Rangers come away with two wins. I'd probably be more surprised. I'd, I'd be slightly more surprised, I think, if Derby or Storm come away with two wins. But yeah, just given given well, Derby's experience well level at this point, playing two big teams like that is if they haven't done this before. Mm. Uh, in theory, like the, the closest they they came was probably our week. Yeah. Is it? Oh no, they did have Rangers. Sorry, didn't they? Yeah. So they haven't played two consistent high level Super League teams yet in a row. So we'll have to. We'll have to see. This is a big test for them, but they've proved so far they can do it and they can hang with everyone. You know, losing to Rangers last throw, beating us, this is a perfect way to build on that momentum, isn't it? Yeah, it'll be a real glut of top quality league play on the streams, I'm sure. Yeah. Women's one league. Wessex looking strong. They're looking pretty formidable, I must say. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Two, yeah, to, to, to be fair, to put 10 points past White Tigers, who you'd have probably clocked as maybe their stiffest competition with them both having come down from Super League last season. That's a big result. It's a really big result yeah. for the West Ladies. Yeah, as, as White Tigers had a bit of a weird, had a bit of a weird day because they came up short against 
Mavericks, which I wasn't really expecting. Mm. I don't know if White Tigers were short of any players or or what have you. But I think, yeah, um, yeah, not bad news for Wessex or Leeds, knowing that they're two that one of their biggest competitors for taking a bit of a stumble. Yeah, so Leeds will be much happier to be back up in second now. So they had two good wins. So against our girls, good match there, and Norwich. So And that's another important one, actually, because Norwich are threatening to sneak up the table, aren't they? So the teams that are desperate to get back to get back into Super League will be needing to sort mm-hmm. of stamp their mark all over this league. They're the kind of games that you can't really afford to be stumbling on, stumbling on if you want to be a bit of a shoo-in for a promotion. Mm. Yeah. Um, who else came? Derby come away with two wins as well. Um, beating and uh, beating Crocs and Honeybees by a set. Um, yeah, rough week. Rough week for Honeybees being coming up a short by a set against Phantoms two, and then by two sets against Hartlepool. Yeah, I had a lot of um, the Muds girls apparently came down for them. So good to see uni players getting involved in in the national leagues because I think it is it is still like 100% the best thing for the sport still a shame that the unis aren't mixed in with the rest of us because it um, I think it just drives quality all over the shop doesn't it but it's just not feasible anymore so bit of a yeah. bit of a circular conversation but mm. uh, good week for Hartlepool two wins mm. yeah really good week for Hartlepool beating White Tigers yeah um, that win against White Tigers probably throws them a lot more into the Mid to upper. Yeah, the the medals contention. Um and they put that to the test against Wessex first first up next time out. Oh, that'll be a really good one. And then who else have they got? Uh Canterbury. Canterbury. Because they how are Canterbury getting on? Because that's two two losses, but a very respectable score against Spartan seconds. Yeah, they're, so they're just kind ahead of, of our yeah. girls. Yeah, they're hanging on to the coattails of the chasing pack. Yeah. Um yeah, so Spartans and Norwich getting a couple of getting a couple of draws throughout the season while well, drawing with each other last time around is the only thing that's keeping them ahead of Canterbury in sixth and seventh respectively. What's the what's the table other than obviously the the big two? The big two. Yeah, again, there's a congested. It's not quite not quite so congested as compared to some of the others, but um, yeah, a strong week for. I was thinking now for something I thought our twos were on exactly the same points in set difference. <laughs> oh, it was our men's twos, yeah, right? Okay, yeah. like, that's some consistency in teams there, but it's now. We've both conceded the same number of points. Yeah. Our men's twos have scored a few more. Uh, yeah, with um, with White Tigers playing against Spartans twos and Norwich, so fourth and um, playing sixth and seventh would probably give them the opportunity to distance themselves a little bit from the mm-hmm. kind of lower to mid table and they can start looking up rather than looking down a little yeah, bit. Yeah, move, move them more towards that upper bracket than than the mid by the looks of it. Um, not, not a whole lot of, of shock in, in this league really, is there? It's... No, I think there's... I think, again, we kind of met, we mentioned it around... or mentioned around there being a clash at the top... Um, R2s against Honeybees is the battle of ninth against 10th. Yeah. Um, so fairly big implications at the bottom of the table as well. If 
if we end up winning that, then Honeybees could see themselves three points adrift at the bottom of the table would be a fairly big gap at this even at this early stage. But um, still plenty of dodgeball to be played. Yes, yeah, like you say, it's it's me too. You know, we've just done me too. I'm assuming with the being te- is this this ten, is a ten team. Do they yeah. they had the same amount of fixtures this season? Yes, very much so. Yeah, so you know we're a fifth of the way through. That's, that's, yeah, that's plenty of time to for this for this table to mm. to completely upend. You know. <laughs> Indeed, although, yeah, Wessex and Leeds will be heavy, and that does not happen. No, no one. Uh, yeah, they, they. I don't think. I don't think they'd be very happy if it did. <laughs> I think it's not. Yeah. Hmm. Yes. Yeah. Other. Uh, so, what ones to watch really? Uh, by the looks of it, maybe the, the top the, two, top two, and the bottom two, and there's plenty going on in the middle as yeah, well. Top two, bottom <laughs> two, and yeah. Any other game takes your fancy. In case you fancy a break from men's league super, believe me, we definitely do. <laughs> yeah, Spots so... Spots twos, three points out of four for the, um for them. They made a strong start. Well, I don't think they. Ha- I don't think they had had as much as some or they will have expected. That said, their loss was against Wessex. Mm. Um. And no real shame in that. And then they've come home with a win and two draws since then. Yeah. Yeah, so certainly got the makings of a good start to a season, even if they're not necessarily painted in the best light in the table. But if they they could come out with a statement win against White Tigers and or Derby seconds next time around. Yeah, all of a sudden... I think we kind of touched, we kind of alluded to it a bit before. This, this part of the season starts becoming a real catalyst for some teams, when um, particularly when teams like Spartans are playing plenty of teams in the in the chasing pack of which they're part of. Mm-hmm. It gives them opportunity to distance from from them either either up or down. Yeah, because that's a hugely important week next week for White Tigers, Norwich, and Spartans because they'll be wanting they'll be wanting two decisive victories. Like getting back on track um, after, as you say, an upset against Mavericks. But yeah, big opportunities for those two teams to sort of, as you say, keep their claws well into the mid the mid pack. And we haven't even touched on the two the two teams with 100% win rates <laughs> facing off at, facing off at 11:45 Wessex against Leeds. Oh, that would be a great one. So yeah, so essentially, I suppose. So both of those, and I, well, I think we're still thinking Maverick looks a bit. Maybe say Maverick's looking potentially a bit pointy. Um, so Wessex will be wanting to put that one to bed, and then go into the Leeds game on a high. Leeds with arguably the easier match against Honeybees, which they will definitely be expecting to win, and we'll have to see what the Honeys have to say about it. And then yeah, to face off there and then, because again, if they can both get the wins in the earlier games, they'll be wanting to write those sets up as well. So I think we'll see both of those teams, especially with the experience you think about who they've got on, and Leeds with potentially new signings as well, um, really want to accelerate away. Yeah. New signings are always fun, isn't it? Mm. Spicy, just, spicy. In, just in the nick of time. A real... But like Honeybees uh, is always the same for any of the bigger clubs, infrastructure-wise. I think so much of it comes down to having a consistent team. 
Yes. Like you've got you when you get your smaller teams, you know, White Tigers to a degree um, in terms of numbers, Leeds, and then in the women's league super, Valkyries, men's meteors, like mm. you know who you're getting. Yeah. And you know what they can do, and you know that. Whereas for clubs who have big turnouts, it can change week to week. Yeah. It's hard to get into a rhythm sometimes if you if you're say playing at two or five, and you look to your left or right, and your wing is different, and you go, okay, look to the other side. And your middle play is different. Yeah. It, it's hard to build that because you don't always know what they're going to do and you don't know how to react so you haven't had the game time. So that's one of Bees and Storm are the obvious two choices. It's their biggest strength and one of their biggest weaknesses at the same time. Yeah. Depending on how they use it. So we're interested for Honey's who plays. Yeah, definitely. Crocs having a bit of opportunity. So that, that Crocs-Nighthawks game, I think Nighthawks were looking pretty confident. But... Um, Crocs Mavericks potentially mm. potentially a very interesting result and it will have a lot to say about whatever way around it should be it will have a lot to do with the table like that will sort of ping someone yeah yeah it has it will have pretty lasting effects like Canterbury currently sit in eighth mm. but knowing that they're only two points off fourth yeah um, yeah the the there's a real glut of teams in the middle that's very tough to separate. And when there's a lot of matches between those teams, then you not you know that not only have you failed the opportunity, Canterbury might fail to make the take the opportunity to make ground up on Norwich, but then Norwich make, Norwich getting the win puts them. You know, it's a it could be a four point swing either way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Ard Girls against Phantoms 2 I think will be very interesting as well because it's currently something like 5th versus ninth. but something like that yeah yes Derby currently well very much in the middle of the middle of the pack but then we've played 1st, 2nd, 3rd and 5th I think mm. Derby's had a slightly easier time of it yeah but you've still got still got to rack the wins up on the board I think this would be a good um this yeah. this would probably be a good test test for, for where girls. for where we're where we're currently sat. Yeah. Yeah. Um you know, particularly we kind of mentioned around bees being um you know, if they if they end up having quite a, a chaotic roster, which I'm which I know is something that we've been we've been pretty threadbare as well, which hasn't really which hasn't really helped our case either. Mm. Um it'll be It'll be interesting how much we can cut, how much who can make it kind of stick most on the day. Yeah, everyone's working hard though, so and I'm sure it's I'm sure it's same on on every side because um yeah as you say sort of is it a blessing or a curse like the mechanation behind a big club means that support is there so for the players that are going out hopefully there's the experience in the club to to support them through the changes in roster. But yeah, we'll just have we'll just have to see. But it's shaping up to be a really interesting one. There's some excellent matches going on in this league, uh, and I th- there are rumours of trying to get the other the leagues that have not currently been streamed. So currently, it's been focusing on the two super leagues and men's first league. There are plans afoot to make sure that some of the matches on the other leagues are at the very least recorded and potentially released later and hopefully live streamed. So it'd be really good to have like because. While a lot of clubs do our own videos, I think the BD ones are probably the best produced, certainly one of the best quality yeah, cameras going. So um, really good to get that out there as well. And just like, it's just really good exposure, isn't it? 
and everyone's enjoying clipping up their best bits and yeah, we need yeah. to do that, don't we? Yeah. <laughs> We've got yeah. some great highlights, haven't we? Some diving catch of the weekend, and all you can see in the background is me suddenly going, the roll off court. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the, the, that's one of the problems with playing on playing on the wings is that um, if you're then playing, if you then set up your camera like where the refs stand in like the middle of the court, then you can never quite get the two near side corners either. Yeah. So something that I, I like about the, the live stream is I, I think if you've only got the one camera. I prefer the just pick an end. Yeah, not per, uh, uh, yes. Okay, thank you. Yeah, I think it has its it has its, it has its things in the about. I think height is the most important thing. Yes, anyway. I think the angle but... they managed to get on the live stream camera really mm. makes it. Yeah. Because yeah, sure. I found because we went we were up on the balcony commentating yes. one of the uh, spots. meteors rangers. It was meteors yes, rangers. Yes, meteors rangers. Yeah. And actually, I found that very odd from a distance. Uh, mainly because we were. At a, one court too far away. Yes, I think I if they'd been was... underneath this, it would have been fine. Yeah. But there were bits where I was like, I don't actually know who they've thrown at. And then in that the time <laughs> you've the time you've had to think it, obviously it's become evident who they've thrown at. But I was like, this is very odd watching it at this angle. So I do think do you think that it, it works well? And obviously even... everyone's time is very much appreciated on all the volunteers making that work. So thank you very much. Mm. And if you do fancy having a go at commentating, evidently they'll let anyone commentate because I'm doing a few games at the weekend. So there you go. <laughs> Never been known to talk about dodgeball ever before. No, not even slightly. That's what I'm most terrified about is there's no edit button on live commentary. <laughs> you go through the whole thing at one point five times speed. <laughs> I'll just I'll just play I'll just play recordings down the down the microphone. Well, we all thought women's super league was getting boring with a clear couple of leaders, and then mm. we then physics has happened again, and everyone's absolutely. I think I made I, I think I think I made two fairly. Um, I made two quite good premonitions about one about Bedford Eagles saying they look unstoppable this year. <laughs> they have been stopped. And then one of Queen Bean, Queen Beans, Queen, Queen, <laughs> <laughs> Queen Bees um, going, getting off the bat with two wins and then having two winnable games to follow up on. Neither, uh, none of those things have happened. They have not followed up. Yeah. Um, Yes, this this league is never it's always full of surprises, isn't it? Yeah. No surprise with the top four, I think. Looking at that, surprise, surprise, it, the surprise of the order potentially. Yes, the positioning, but not as to who. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. A, a rough a rough time for Bedford Eagles, um, coming away with two defeats last time out, which is. Something I don't think I don't think I've seen happen before at a women's super league, a women's super league or DPL I, I, event. I, I certainly can't remember. Um, um, yes, they were. Yeah, I yeah. mean, only only one set, Val. You know, only one set. Valkyries, last set Spartans, game as well. So it's it's not as though <sighs> they were steamrolled. You know, it's yeah. There's a they're yeah, just going tit for tat all the way was. Yeah. yeah, they were they were thoroughly absorbing games. Yeah. They were ex- excellent dodgeball on show. Spartans looking excellent though. Spartan, so Spartans have yet, I suppose, apart from the fact that obviously the quality is excellent, have yet to surprise in that we knew that they were going to come out strong and they're coming out strong. They so haven't bottled it, yes. Ten, ten out, that's what this league is about, <laughs> Sam. Just wait for everyone. Who to, bottles at least? Yeah. Um. So I mean, well done, Spartans. Who did they play last week? Um, they beat Bedford Eagles and well, they had that London turnaround. Storm. The Bedford Eagles result, I think, 
is more impressive than it would be normally. Yeah. We know any team that beats Bedford Eagles, that's a great result because of how good they are. But to do it, if I'm right in thinking at half time, was it, or towards the end of the first half, they were down by a few sets. Mm. I do believe they've then brought, they had to do it via a bit of a comeback and then they've established a lead and held it. Yeah, because I think Bedford, Bedford Eagles are rarely bad. Very rarely. Yeah. But they had two very difficult second halves. Yes. Um, mm. In that they were looking like, especially with the signings, they've got um, the three A's, as we've been naming them. <clears throat> massive, massive players. Although I don't think the second Abbey was there last week. I don't I can't she was. remember. Oh, sorry, Abby. Um, anyway, huge signings into an already a side where just like brimming with um, breadth and depth. So, to at half time in both games looking pretty straightforward. Yeah. And then, I mean, tactically, I was just thinking, I think half time's really difficult. Like, actually, so much of league is about how you deal with half time because you're either. It's either go, it's either close and you need to keep fighting. It's going really well and you got to keep that up, or you're losing and you need to figure out why. And I just think it's really hard. And I, th- I think it's completely understandable that people who go into halftime with a lead do then take, tend to take their foot off the gas, partly because the other team should be coming out with a rocket under them. And it's those first two sets after the half, yeah, where you see a lot of um, the wheels come off. Sometimes mm. I think I think like let's face it, Bedford won't exactly be panicking. This happened last year. Oh no, they won't and they be went on to yet. win it. Like they're they're still a very good team. Like we said, we talked about those three signings. They did, you know, they won the league without them last year. Yes, mm. terrifying. Um, which so you know that the, they're there and then goal got the experience. It's not like they're inexperienced players who they're signing either. It's uh, for me, if you're going to have a bad week, if you're competing for the top, get it out the way in round one and two. Mm. I, th- I mm. think you've got time to recompense. You've got, re- yeah, exactly. You've, you've got time to make that back and you can work out what you've done before you reverse fixture against those teams. And I believe it actually happened to them against Valkyries last year as well, at, at I think, think this stage. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, Valkyries from there, Storm, I think. I think it was something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, so, early doors. It, they'll, they'll come back this week, no doubt, and they'll come back fine. They've, who have they got this week? They've got Queen Bees and they have uh, Storm 1. So, yeah, they'll be one to bounce back here. Mm. Uh, with two wins so let's see if they can because both of those games are not easy by any stretch we mm. know how good both of those teams in Queens and Storm are so let's go from there but th- this is now for Spartans certainly this is now an opportunity we talked last week about or last podcast sorry around the the kind of depth of the squad now has mm. which it didn't have and how they can kind of switch up and move players around and do it and that I felt worked as a strength for them in that game yeah. Obviously, so they're following up this week by again also having Queen Bee. So Queen Bee's having a big say in things, and a massive game against Phantoms, mm. given how Phantoms did last week as well. And Phantoms were the game being yourselves, yeah. as, our, as our ladies. So that uh, when it gets to eight o'clock and that game starts, the permutations already will be very interesting because Valkyries have got, for example, Storm Tim and Stafford. Now they'll go in thinking that's two wins. Yeah. Won't they? So if you look at that table and see if you put two wins to Valkyries, what that does for them, then Spartans and Beagles can't really afford to... They can't afford to stop. Because the question has very much become, who is going to stop Spartans, if anyone? And of the people they've already... Is it already? Is it too early to say that? If they they beat Derby, I think, then that's the question we need to be asking. Yes, Yes. I agree. Well, because I think that was kind of the point of making, like, they've not had their easier games, necessarily, yeah. Nope. 
I mean, obviously, the, the, that is a question to ask because they are top of the league, and are they all? Have they won every game? Yeah, so I'm not far? saying, saying yeah, it's so why they're unstoppable, but it is the thought the experiment we thought, all need to be doing. Yeah, I think given what happened with the, this league last year, where Derby set off first half of the season like a train without brakes, yeah, and then obviously Bedford just kind of ticks along in the background, and then eventually just kind of crept I up. I mean, on worth them. saying they won it on the last throw of the game. They won it on the last throw of the league, like. It, Bedford weren't, no one had the, um, the privilege of seeing oh, okay. Pretty on last meet knowing they were going to win it. Um, but if, I mean, I suppose, yeah, it's still far too early to say, and especially when you just keep getting results where you go, really? What? Um, yeah. What's going to happen? But Spartans don't want to stop now. No, I think, I think like Sam said, if Spartans win both their games this weekend, Suddenly they're looking very, very, very I think good. then we look at the table. And if, we they think, beat Dar- if they beat Derby, then they'll have yeah, a three-point. They'll have a minimum three-point um, lead over them and they still and, could hold two yeah, points. The only way that that could be... They, they, yeah, the only way they wouldn't have a three-point lead at the top is if uh, Valkyries win both their games. Yeah. They'll, they'll only be two points behind them. That said, we were at a similar point, albeit a little later in the season, last season when Spartans, I think, had a... Four or five point lead yeah. at the end of a meet, and they still bottled it. And and well, be... who bottles at least wins the league. Yeah, it's basically and, and the well, way this league seems to pan out. will be aware of that, and obviously Summers' coach will be aware of that as well. Like you, you have to learn from what you do in previous seasons. It's how you get better. So th- this is a test because we know that Bedford will come back and they'll get strong and they'll do they'll they'll they'll, they'll be there or thereabouts. For Spartans and Derby, it's it's trying to not repeat last year. Yeah, they both have the quality. Spartans probably have better. Depth, depth, I think, especially so. than they did last season. Yeah. So it's it's getting that balance and just looking for like looking forward to to what can they do to fix that. Whether it's watch old footage, just watch other games and see what teams are doing, make your plans. This is it now because this is a league where every time you lose a game can potentially cost you the title. It's that yeah. close. I think the, the the storm one derby draw as well. I think that really helps shake mm. things up for for that top four. Yeah, um, yeah. I probably, I think I was probably gonna put. I would have put my money on Derby if I, if I were a betting man on, on that game. Um, I think, I guess like Storm have had a fairly like tumultuous time in terms of their sort of personnel change. They've lost a lot of good talent, um, and. Up and well, their first meet. I don't think you can really necessarily read too much into beating their seconds, but then a loss against Queen Bees, um, who were a fair way off the pace last season. Yes, I think as well. You you wouldn't be remiss of of, of edging your bets on Derby, considering the start of the season mm. they had last last Super League. You yeah, know, they they were they had a very strong start last and a, season, and they had a very strong start this season. They dismantled. Valkyries and Stafford. Um, yeah, that Valkyries game in front of the cameras again was very. Yeah, that was a real. Not men against boys because this is women's league super. <laughs> Women against girls doesn't quite have the same ring to it. Well, and also can shoot you right down. We're getting to that point where actually yeah. you, th- you p- throw a loss into the mix at the wrong point and you'll mm. tumble down the table. So and then coming at it from the other end, kind of like we are. Um, really pleased to get the first win on the board. We're basically sort of going into, um, I think the teams that were in Super League last season 
are very much looking at right um if we can stay on top of raptors and storm 2 we stay yeah. in super league and currently is raptors and storm 2 at the bottom and that's where sort of people like sheriffs queens and um rangers. sort of storm rangers will be hoping they stay and yeah. Rangers as well. Shout out to Ra- Rangers yeah, who have an really... absolute stormer yes. I mean, season. Even, oh, if you, even if you include the tail end of last season, they had with their draw draw win against Spartans, but like you know, a game that they weren't really expecting to get anything out of. Then pulling out of the bag against Wessex on the final day of the season, um, and you know, up until and losing to Valkyries by a set so far this season, um, and yeah, coming out strong against taking advantage of uh, not a very good day for Queen Bees in general. Um, and then again, Storm 2 is a kind of relic, like, you know, if you don't, if you don't secure wins against team against Storm 2, then you're probably going to be find yourself at the wrong end of the table at the end of the season. I think it's, it's, one, sad of the, reality. it's one of the few leagues where the teams that have come up are automatically in the frame to go back down. Hmm. Yeah. Um, just because I think as well it's such it is such a topsy turvy like white knuckle you really cannot afford to not turn up for the ones you you've penciled in yeah. as your sort of like because that's basically how we, we we turned up to that staff Raptors game we were like if we don't win this we've got to reevaluate how we approach our entire season yeah and then we managed to get the win on the board and part of that is just experience of having to go right pull your socks up gang. Like yeah, do the basics, it doesn't matter right. if we do it. In, we're doing it like we can do it comfortably. We can do it in the final second, but we're winning this. Yeah. Um. So that I think that obviously they'll be learning. I think Raptors had a very like Raptors coming away from that with that win over Queen Bees though suddenly starts to wave flags to be like actually are they going to be pushing into that mid table? Well, I think Raptors against Rangers is a very be a very interesting game. game. Shout I think... out to Zoewell's double tombstone catch, by the way. In the neutral zone. In the neutral zone. Mm-hmm. I mean, mind your hands, love, but excellent <laughs> yeah. catch. Yeah. I and... think, yeah, on things you would like to be streamed, that is definitely up there. <laughs> oh, 100%. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, though, like with Valkyries looking like two, they, they, they're the favourites for two wins here mm-hmm. um, this week, you know, potentially along with, with Bedford Eagles. Um, Derby and Spartans, like I don't think it's out of the realms that they draw. No, I think, I did that, that happen last season? I think stylistically they're the closest did... match. They're. I can see no. that producing no. a lot of fireworks that game. Yeah. I think they're very different. Derby are the most full throttle team, I think, yeah. in how they play in the league. I think Valkyries play a little like that, and yeah. Storm with think... their new wingers do. Spartans, I'd say, they have a lot of power throws in that team. Like yeah. they've got a lot of big throws, but like the men, they try and play in a more kind of almost surgical way. Like it looks more clinical what they do, whereas Derby have like are like the masters of the chaos. Yeah, they are the like in the good of the league. Yeah, yeah, like they they thrive in the chaos and they've got that ability where it suits their their players and the quality they have. Where Spartans are feel are more a more settled. They're very much more organised, and that's where they struggled in against Beagles initially because they were losing some of the trades and things like that. When that game settled down, they could just set for catches, as we said earlier, yeah. bring it full circle back to that point. They started setting for catches and things. Yeah, That game started spinning. They got confidence and they just went with it because their game plan was working. But I think a fascinating game. They're certainly two of the teams that are probably most happy to engage in a one-for-one-for-one-for-one-for-one one for one for one yes. volley and probably like 
see that to I say see that to completion run that being like one phase, two phase, stop. One phase, two phase, stop. Yeah, I think they're they're more they're less likely to leave any kind of counter go unpunished. I, I think, think it's probably is maybe fair the way they're drilled. I think of the newer world order. And if you look at the, <laughs> and if you look at the older the the teams that have been in that league for a very very long time, thinking about sort of us queens at their best, us, us at our best, queens at their best. Bedford, yeah, I'll cruise, he, yeah, in one guy's or another. You're sort of coming from a default place of we tend to go a little slower, whereas Spartans and Phantoms are never afraid to use the pace to their advantage. Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll be able to see for yourself. I imagine that will be. One. I imagine that will be on the stream. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't back putting our game against London Storm two on the stream. Although, you know, remain to be surprised. Um. Yeah, I, I'd imagine. Very watchable. That. I'd like to think so. Well. Yeah, Unfortunately, then... I'll have to watch it. <laughs> Unfortunately. Yeah, no, it's... Um... Yeah, oh, a shout-out to Holly Gedding. I really hope, you, I hope your finger's all right. I'm suspecting actually just a dislocation, but it still bloody hurts. So, um, good luck. It seemed mm. to be a bad week for injuries, I would say, last yeah. week. Being, mm. Like, there were a number of nasty things going on. So, just look after yourselves, everyone. Come on. Um, yeah, no, no one wants to be in a cast for Christmas. Yeah. Don't give yourself an injury for Christmas. Um, and we've got another bloody league to play between <laughs> yeah, now true, and then. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, they'll be dropping like flies. But, yeah, it was good to be back. It was my first one back since um, last the end of last season. Yeah. Just felt real good to be home. Good to be at St. George's. Don't feel different there. <laughs> well, what is, what we were is that like? close. Oh. We were that close. You thought I was going to let you get away with it. No, I feel like, you know, you go to St. George's too much when you try to log on to the Wi-Fi and immediately it's like, welcome back, Catherine. And I'm like, oh, hi, uh. <laughs> Yeah. For those that don't know, you can get free Wi-Fi in the uh, futsal arena. Just check your phone. I actually didn't know that. But then, yeah, Loads I, of people don't. Yeah, I've never actually looked for it. I'm like, yeah, St. George's free Wi-Fi. In case you want to tune into the stream <laughs> while <laughs> <Yeah>. you're there. <laughs> you, do, you do actually 100% need Tim Day's commentary. Yeah. So either just go and sit next Just love your him. life. Yeah, <laughs> Cool. Thanks, team. We'll see you at league.